You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Every NFL sharp and their mother are in love with the Atlanta Falcons. Today we talk about why sharps are so in love with this team what we think of their chances to make the playoffs, and Eric Eager shares a 90-to-1 bet that he is playing coming into this year. That and more on today's show. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to Forward Progress here on the Hammer Betting Network and powered by Pinnacle Sports. Before we get started today, I want to talk to you guys first about Pinnacle. Pinnacle is the world's sharpest sports book and available to bettors in Ontario. Find out what professional bettors have known for decades. Pinnacle is where the best betters play must be 19 plus in Ontario please play responsibly and not available in the U.S. guys today I'm joined alongside Eric Eager VP of Sumer Sports uh, continuous hammer uh, betting network contributor always here always on the forward progress YouTube channel and Eric today you wanted to talk about a certain team uh, in the NFC uh, and talk about kind of why Sharps are loving them because it's a team that didn't really do well last year and, and Looking at their draft, they drafted B. John Robinson in the first round. The Falcons is who we're talking about today. So what are your first impressions about the Falcons, and why are Sharps kind of all over them this offseason? Yeah, I think it's the classic kind of Eagle story where you look at the quarterback position you know, of past years, and you're initially not all that impressed with a guy like Desmond Ritter. But then you start to add up the, the component parts. You add up Drake London, a top 10 pick. The John Robinson, as you said, a top 10 pick. Kyle Pitts, the fourth overall pick in 2021, an offensive line. You know, my boss, Thomas Dimitrov here at, at Sumer, drafted like half of those guys. They all turned out to be, you know, fairly good. And you think to yourself, division where it's pretty simple. They have the second easiest schedule in the NFL, per my numbers, um, just to the New Orleans Saints. And it kind of adds up to the point where this could be a team, um, much like the Giants last year, that leans into an easy schedule, leans into a running game, and the defense is just good enough to where they can win nine games, win 10 games in a division where that might be enough to win the win it all. Yeah, fair enough. Second easiest schedule in the division to their uh, division mates, the New Orleans Saints. Falcons right now lined at eight and a half total wins uh, over juice to over minus 137. Unders at plus 115. Excuse me. Uh, to win the division, they're plus 219 over here. So do you like the Falcons at that price? Would you play their win total? What are your thoughts on them uh, in the betting markets? Yeah, I think 219 is a little tough just because I think that the market is indexing on just one team to come out of the NFC South um, because that division has been so down for years. I kind of like, you know, and this is like wildly available, like plus 105 for them to make the playoffs. I make it more uh, around uh, plus 100, about even money. And, and I like that one. I, I think when I look at their, again, their schedule, I look at, you know, the Saints are going to be a tough team. I think the Panthers are going to be underrated. They're, they're, there's just an, an over, you know, sort of an underrated probability that there are two teams that come out of an NFC South that many people believe is bad. And I think they all end up beating up on Tampa Bay, for example. They beat up on the other parts of their schedule. And maybe they're in like a sort of a 10-11 win cluster of teams that maybe they're not all good, but much like the NFC East last year, they still get in the tournament because, you know, places like the NFC West are down, places like the NFC North are down. And, and so while I'm not necessarily looking at their division price, I'm probably going to look at them to make the playoffs because I think there's a little bit of a, uh, of a gap there. Uh, in in our understanding, market-wise, uh, of the NFC South's chance to have two or more playoff teams. 
Fair enough. And the NFC in general just looks like a complete cakewalk. We can see, uh, like, to have them to make the playoffs at plus 104, compare that to the plus 219, it's a little more steep. So let's talk about, like, some scenarios you could see where, like, what would happen for them to make the playoffs, what things would go right, and then tell me what would have to go wrong for this bet not to Like, what, is it just Desmond Ritter just imploding, or what, what goes right, what goes wrong for the Falcons here? Yeah, I think there's some, you know, there's some things that they've done defensively that have to work for them to be good, right? They brought in Calais Campbell, they brought in David Anyamata, um, you know, they got Jesse Bates over from Cincinnati. They, they kind of have built around a defense that, you know, set, they have not had a top half of the league defense in, a, in EPA since 2012. Uh, they have a Super Bowl appearance since the last time they've done that. And so the defense, you know, if, if some of these component parts come together, then I think that they can be good enough defensively. Not great, but think about 2021 Eagles where they kind of play a vanilla style they kind of keep themselves, you know, beating bad teams. And then, you know, with that schedule being the way it is, the the run game, which is usually not a huge deal in football. But when you look at teams that that perform well with a run game and a kind of a middle of the pack quarterback, it's because that easy schedule keeps them ahead of the sticks more often than not. And you don't have Desmond Ritter sort of throwing into third and eight all the time. And obviously there's like the tail of the distribution where Desmond Ritter with Kyle Pitts, with Drake London. Um, guys like that, Matt Collins is a pretty established receiver in the league. He ends up being better than we all expected to, him to be as a third round pick out of Cincinnati. Exactly. And like you said, like Desmond Ritter, he has all the pieces around him to succeed. It's just, is he going to be able to do it? So uh, before we head out, we have one question. But before we get to that question, I actually want to throw a curveball at you. What are your thoughts on Arthur Smith as, as a head coach? Like, do you rate him as a league average coach? Because I think that's pretty important when we talk about the Falcons here, right? Like, I, I'm not, I've never really been sure what to make of Arthur Smith. Sometimes he feels like he makes really good decisions, but sometimes he kind of makes me want to rip my hair out. So like, what are your thoughts on Arthur Smith? Yeah. I mean, he's a guy who, you know, called plays for a Tennessee Titans team that not only made the AFC title game in 2019, but got Ryan Tannehill to lead the league in yards per yards per pass attempt the following year. Um, you know, he was the, the offensive coordinator of a AFC South winning team in, in the Titans who were also really good offensively. I think he's called good offense. Um, I think he's a little bit, you know, stubborn as far as, uh, you know, wants to run the ball a lot and wants to go into a season with Desmond Ritter where there were a lot of options for a team like uh, like Atlanta to do something else. So I think, you know, but when it comes to calling plays, once he has the deck of cards, I think he does a pretty good job with them. It's just maybe a little bit, you know, I think he, he lacks a little bit in like kind of valuing the quarterback position as highly as maybe should. But given the quarterback he has, he always outdoes the, the performance of that quarterback. Even back to Matt Ryan in 2021, like, Matt Ryan had a pretty good season under him, even though, as we found out a season ago, he was pretty washed. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point here. I, it seems like he's very, uh, I think it's the word hubris. I don't know. Anyways, uh, uh, so before we get out here, the small small little bet that we were talking about before the show, as viewers of this like little market-specific uh, series have been known, known to see, I'm a USC fan. I wear my Caleb Williams jersey two episodes ago. So uh, you have a small exotic bet that I personally love, and I'm going to go play after the show. So why don't you tell us what, what that small little fun bet is? Yeah, Drake, Drake London was the first wide receiver taken in the 2022 draft. He was pretty good a season ago, despite, you know, Marcus Mariota struggling. Um, he's a very good contested catch guy, but I think he's underrated as far as his ability to get open. Currently on Pinnacle, he's over 100 to 1 to be Offensive Player of the Year. Look, if for, for a wide receiver to win Offensive Player of the Year, there has to be a little bit of the narrative of, He's elevating the play of a quarterback that is not necessarily elite. We saw that with Jefferson last year. We saw that with Cuff this season before. I think that that, to me, is a possibility there where if they have an elite offense, I think voters are going to look at London as the reason as opposed to Ritter. And 
And so at 101, I think that's a pretty good flyer. Yeah, I, I love that. 100 uh, plus 10108 for those who want to uh, know the actual number over at Pinnacle. So anyways, that'll be it for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you like the show, guys, remember, please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hit the notification bells because uh, I can almost guarantee you after this video gets out, we're probably going to see a slight move on Drake London, Offensive Player of the Year, or even the Falcons to make the playoffs. So uh, without further ado, uh, I'm producer Jason for Eric Eager. Signing off, this has been Forward Progress right here on the Hammer Betting Network.